Hi, I'm Kent Bresser, Clarity Coach, helping people figure out who they are, where they're going, and how to get there. You're listening to Talking About My Evolution, and today I want to talk about the new moon. Uh, the new moon switched over at 11 p.m. last night. And um, so, since we're following moonology um, by Yasmin Boland, and her practice of checking in with the lunar cycles and tuning your life into the lunar cycles. Um, she starts at the new moon. That's the first of the lunar cycle, which makes sense. But I've always ignored the loon, <laughs> new moon, loon, lunation, is what they're called. Oh, hey, yeah, you just go right ahead, pal. Oh my god, nobody stops at this fucking intersection. So dangerous. Um... Anyway, Whew. so, um, yeah, new moon last night, and Chani Nicholas, another astrologer, she always does horoscope predictions for the new moon, and I've been following her, or them, I'm not sure what their pronouns are, for, I don't know, at least six months, but haven't really dialed into the whole significance of the new moon. I think largely because I just don't see it in the sky. So I haven't paid it much heed. Um, but it's a big deal. And so I had Franny and Henry make their new moon wishes. And I mean, it's so funny. I think I've talked about this for a little while, but Franny pointed out um, a few months ago that I have an altar <laughs> set up in the living room. And I hadn't really thought that. Franny, Franny didn't think twice about it. She's like, yeah, you have an altar. That's why I've been bringing things um, for it. And I'm like, what? It's just a bowl of shells. She's like, but you keep adding to it. And um, I just said she, God real problem with your pronouns in the last 24 hours um, but now I acknowledge it as an altar it's it's beautiful things found in nature and um, so we put our wishes on that and um, I mean I was pleased that Henry was willing to do it uh, I read the new moon steps, wishing steps, and it's 12 steps in Yasmin's Moonology book, and I was like, holy shit, I mean, you need to, like, visualize and draw and feel and do each one for 68 seconds, and this is all law of attraction stuff, and frankly, if you really want to make this stuff come true, then, you know, take some time. I was with the kids, and we were in the middle of a bunch of other stuff, but you have three days, and then you need to meditate. So today I would like to maybe draw a picture of a few of my wishes. Basically, it's about um, the house and different aspects of the house. And I can see myself in the house already. I've been visualizing it. The other thing you need to add is just massive doses of gratitude for all your blessings. I mean, we really are blessed. We have so much. Um, even if we think we need this or want this, 
we have so much compared to so many people on the planet. So yeah, new moon. Interestingly, in the middle of the night, I woke up laughing from a dream. I woke myself up laughing and I kind of remember what I was laughing about. And in a way it wasn't that funny. And I don't remember enough to tell you. I just have like an image of it. Um, but yeah, I woke myself up laughing and I was like, oh my God, I have no idea when the last time that was. It might have been when Henry was like three or four. I think I woke up laughing. Normally, I wake up. Um, actually, I used to have chase dreams where I was being chased and killed. Well, I was never quite killed, but definitely hunted down. Um, I had chase dreams every night, every night multiple times a night. I mean, I guess you would call them night terrors from like age four, maybe even before then until my mid twenties. I mean, I did not like going to sleep and then they stopped. Thankfully, God, they were so bad and I was always trying to run and I couldn't run and, um, just so disoriented in those dreams and people were just coming at me from all sides. It was horrible. And it was every night. So, I mean, it's been kind of nice that I haven't really been dreaming for a while that I can remember <laughs> because so much of it was just terrible. In my later 20s, things really I, I started having some really wonderful dreams. I finally was able to like, I, I flew once in a dream. And I guess my stepdad used to fly all the time. But I flew once and it was really lovely. And then another dream, I was underwater and I could breathe. And I was eating pearls. And, uh, I mean, in a, it, like, pearls were a good thing to eat. Anyway, <laughs> I remember that dream. That dream was just one of the most beautiful dreams I've ever had. But, yeah, so today I woke up. Um, just before my alarm went off and felt energized. I took a shower and um, I'm on my way to work. It's 8.01, so I'm slightly late, but I mean, I did my tuning fork and um, showered and lathered up and yeah, I, I, I feel bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. So, um, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. The new moon's supposed to give you more energy. And I do feel like the tide has turned a little bit. So, um, yesterday everything was so slow. It'll be interesting to see if I'm busier at work. Because yesterday was so slow. I mean, I did almost nothing. And, but yet I still felt guilty leaving at 3.30. And that's because I didn't tell my boss I was leaving early and then I felt like a piece of crap like I should have told her but I've been eating through lunch I eat through lunch pretty much every day and I just thought I don't want to report this time if I tell her then she's going to look for that time off and I I work like more than 40 hours a week because I rarely leave my desk 
So, I don't know. But on the other hand, I don't work 40 hours a week because I don't have 40 hours worth of week worth of work. So, she always thinks I'm so swamped. And I think if she were in the office, I would be. Um, but I, I really don't know what I should be doing. I don't want to do all the filing. I, and I've talked about this before because that's the student's jobs. If I take that away, there's nothing else for the students to do. So, okay, so I want to talk about Franny's big doctor appointment. Um, he has been approved for testosterone treatment and he starts on Thursday. That's tomorrow. Starting very low dose, they're going very conservative, which I'm grateful for. I think that is super smart. And then they'll tighter up. His doctor, when she walked in, um, took me aback. I should have figured we're in an inclusion clinic. Um, transgender female, male to female, Dr. Booth, wonderful demeanor, so kind, lovely, but very masculine. And so I started calling her him when I was talking to Franny. And Franny kept correcting me and correcting me and was getting really irritated with me. And um, I was embarrassed. I said, Franny's like, no, Dr. Booth passes. And I'm like, no, she doesn't. Um, very male voice. It looks like Mrs. Doubtfire. So anyway, we were talking, like, Dr. Booth was asking Franny about when he first started feeling, like, m masculine. And it kind of started with the haircut, but it actually started before then. But Franny noticed it for himself when he was about 10 and... Um, asked for shorter hair and and then when puberty hit like started to get upset and understandably and I and so I was saying like well that's how I felt um I said you know puberty was horrible like and I said becoming a woman was just awful <laughs> Dr. Booth was like well, that's your experience. Like, speak for yourself. So, anyway. Um, okay, this guy's going to wait for all the kids halfway down the block to cross at one time. Thank you, sir. Anyway, um, yeah, but everything was so slow yesterday. Work was slow. And then... It took, we got there at 3.33. It took till almost 5 to see the doctor. I was really irritated. He knew it. He was apologizing. He did spend as much time with us. I had a conference call with the Colonial Dames yesterday at quarter to 6. And I missed it. By the time we got out, it was 6... Oh, 05 and um, I couldn't log in anymore so I was kind of bummed about that but uh, yeah I kept referring to Dr. Booth as him and Franny's like why why are you doing that and then I started referring to Franny as her and I said I don't know everyone's because because I just I'm I said I'm embarrassed and it shows my inherent bias 
Um, and, and then I, I, I don't know, I guess I'm prejudiced or something. I need to work on this. He speaks like he, she speaks like a man. And so it's hard for me to reference her as a female when he sounds, when she sounds like a man. So anyway, I have a lot of work to do with pronouns. And then I was thinking about something that Rebecca Davison posted uh, last week about pronouns and personal pronouns, my, me, um, and how when we identify things in our life as ours, we, we add um, value to them that changes when we make them ours like my job my kids my car when we personalize them like that then we add extra layers of meaning to these objects and in doing so we um, make it more we just add more stuff to it and and we we add more expectations onto our things my kids are supposed to act in a certain way there as a reflection of me whereas the kids are just allowed to be kids and don't have to perform up to a certain set of standards my car Anyway, my business is expected to act a certain way. And by leaving the personal pronouns out and opening yourself to what the universe intends for these objects um, is a freeing practice. And so I've been trying to watch all of my pronouns lately, frankly. It's, and it's kind of exhausting. <laughs> pronouns are really political, touchy subject. But I gotta get into work, um, so that's that's what I've been thinking about today, this morning. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.